someone commented on their photo worst show ever. Really? <laughs> yeah. Oh. I'm not gonna talk about that. He drives a Dodge Journey. Hey everyone, welcome to Modified Lifestyle. I'm your host, Ranja. And I'm Andrew. And today we're going to be talking about a couple things. Uh, first, we're going to start off with Fitted Lifestyle, go over that event that happened on Saturday. We're going to talk about law enforcement's at car shows. Specifically at Fitted, which we experienced. And then uh, lastly, we're going to be talking about uh, the meets that are going to be happening this week. Alright, to start off, Fitted Lifestyle. So this was the only event that we attended this week. And I feel like it's a good topic for this podcast. So Mm -hmm. let's get into that. Yeah, so Fitted was actually pretty jam-packed. A lot of cars. Um, I think a little bit too many cars for the venue. So yeah, so they weren't actually able to fit many cars inside. So there were probably around 10 to 20 cars that were left outside. Outside, yeah. I think that's kind of disappointing, especially for those people who paid to come into the car show and then they just get left outside. Mm -hmm. It's kind of also disrespectful to the owners. Oh yeah, for sure, yeah. Um, They build their cars, put a lot of passion into it. And when a car host does that, it kind of makes them feel left out yeah i think it's poor planning on the the team at fitted mm-hmm. for not accommodating everybody in that's the car sure. show yeah that's for sure so you attended Roland. you want to tell us how that was oh as uh i mean every fitted it this segment kind of goes worldwide kind of gets famous uh Roland is always really fun to watch because it's really super low cars trying to get into the venue which if anyone knows is pretty steep and like it has like bumps and stuff so you you have like stance cars trying to get in and it's just funny to watch i don't know if it's just me yeah the venue itself it's uh brampton fairgrounds and it's it's kind of like a recreational park Mm -hmm. and venue yeah so the roads the dirt roads you know gravel parking lots all that kind of stuff so it's not ideal conditions for stance cars right and the fact that it was raining too didn't make it any easier mm-hmm. i think during rolling it was raining like, raining a lot actually rain, it got right? pretty muddy and stuff yeah um like they dealt with it pretty well yeah i saw they were cleaning up after yeah. the cars came in right yeah, yeah. So. but i think that it definitely created more uh problems i guess in terms of like potholes in the lot and all that kind of stuff. I don't know what it is about fitted. I've been going for the last like two or three years, and every single time it rains. Like I yeah. don't know if yeah. it's just it doesn't have to do with anything with the day. It's just I guess it's just their luck. It's just always raining. Yeah, yeah, I noticed that too. I don't know what it is, but the good thing is is that it's an indoor show, so the yeah. rain it didn't really affect uh, the cars that were inside. Well, indoor slash outdoor. Yeah, so yeah, this except year at least. too many vehicles to stand, yeah. unfortunately yeah and this year they kind of organized it a little better than last year right. even though they had a lot more cars in the venue i think the way they kind of parked them inside kind of allowed for more flow i guess the lighting was better in the venue as well right so it kind of helped out on like the they had more cars aspect. obviously like a lot of people want to be part of fitted right um and how they actually execute it i think they do it pretty well it's just going on i think that what they have to focus on especially is making sure that they accept high quality vehicles and i think 
some people can agree every event will have this there's, there's like one out of the bunch that i don't know shouldn't be there yeah yeah i think like some of the cars they're just i guess you could say unfit for fitted <laughs> um but yeah Good this fun. year it was their 10th anniversary so you know they definitely have experience in this kind of stuff right but i think this year you know the their planning wasn't quite on point mm-hmm. in terms of like parking venue all that kind of stuff Although that is the case, I still feel like Fitted is one of the like the better events in Ontario, especially. But yeah, it's 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 a really family friendly event, and it you know it brings out a lot of people. There was a, like owners with their dogs, even right. Yeah, that was a nice uh, touch. But yeah, like we mentioned earlier, some of the cars that uh, they couldn't fit inside are parked outside, mm-hmm. and in this case, or at least this year, they were parked behind the building where the front of the venue actually had more space for them right so i don't really see why they did that yeah i, I think the main co- reason for this is because people they don't really want the main entrance kind of congested uh so the reason why they kind of pushed everyone to the back i kind of got what they're trying to go for but the execution wasn't that great yeah for sure i think like when they had the cars at the back it kind of just felt like overflow yeah you know it kinda, it wasn't really mm-hmm. uh planned for yeah, them you know yeah. the, like even the back of the building right huge huge puddles potholes everything like that mm-hmm. it's not really friendly for stance right, cars right right but yeah overall i'm impressed with the quality of the builds they always bring out a bunch of clean builds something new for everyone um it is for stance builds itself not for like you know performance oriented builds which is different for a lot of people but it's definitely a must see yeah, for because, sure. But I think okay. some like this year there were a lot um, other stance cars, mm-hmm. like not like super stance. Yeah, cars. new builds for sure. Yeah, this yeah, year. a yeah. lot of like performance mods and stuff like that people are doing. Yeah, which is always nice to see. Yeah, yeah, there were also a lot of vendors there, you know. So that's always nice to see a lot of, uh, mm-hmm. I guess, car related vendors. Right. Yeah, uh, pretty good uh, vendors have fitted this year. Kingsman Custom was there. Rob, we actually had a pretty nice conversation with him. Definitely awesome vendors. I think Rhoda was there too. TPL, Strictly Sideways, which is like the RCs. Um, that's pretty cool. I, I I talked to the owner. Definitely want to see some of their stuff. Yeah, I, I like the RC stuff. You know, it's always nice to see them at mm-hmm. car shows. You know, they're always at like the big car shows. Right. It's always cool to see what they can do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, the media was pretty cool. Uh, you know, it was easy to get through to them. Definitely do recommend any local photographers that want to, you know, show their talent off. Fitted always finds a way to kind of com- like accommodate them. Yeah, they actually had uh, some merch there as well. I think they had like uh, special 2019 merch. They had mm-hmm. some uh, keychains, I think. They had car flags yeah. and then stickers as well. It was a 10th tenth, a tenth year anniversary. Yeah, so I think this is like a limited run just right. for the 10th anniversary, right, right, right. which is cool. It was only available at the show. At the show, I'm yeah. I'm guessing they won't be selling any anything online. Yeah, that's what I assume. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Some nice stuff though. If you guys got some, I'm sure it's great quality. You guys enjoy that. Right. So yeah, the the most anticipated build for me especially was uh, Karen Prasad's Genesis build. It was a baby blue color before, and he current he just switched it to teal. So he just changed the color. Um, why this kind of stood out for me was because of the uniqueness. Uh, everyone has this similar color to what he used to have before, but no one has this specific color that he just changed to. And the, it's not new, but I, it's the first time I've seen it in person. The reason why I kind of was, you know, looking forward to seeing it in person, right? Because 
the paint was flawless. Yeah, the the paint came out like amazing. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I really like it too. I, like, I think the color suits the car and the right. build mm-hmm. a lot better than the baby blue did, even mm-hmm. though like it was stock paint as well. Mm-hmm. So yeah, definitely uh, a build that you know kind of stood out to me as well. Yeah, another car that really stood out to me was uh, the 350Z from Team Envious. Mm-hmm. I think uh, the car was just wrapped in white, but it has this really nice sparkle in it. Right. Yeah, it kind of it stands out a lot. You don't notice it at first, but when you get up close, you really see it. Mm-hmm. And it really, like, it kind of grabs your eye. Yeah, that was done by Sunful Visions. Uh, you did a really good job on that wrap. Uh, honestly, the first time I saw it, it didn't even look like a wrap. I had to actually ask the owner if it was a wrap or a paint job. So, yeah, it, it, it looks that good. Yeah. Yeah, props to everyone at Sinful Visions for pulling off the wrap. They do a good job, definitely. Yeah, the other build that was kind of hyped for it was uh, the old school Mercedes Benz uh, sedan. It was kind of boxy and it had an SR20 swap. Yeah, that was definitely a surprise to see in a, a Benz of that year for sure. Right. It had a Nissan motor in it, which is crazy, right? Yeah. Insane. I mean, I guess it's it's a lot more reliable than the engine that came in it, so huh. it has that going for it. Yep. Yeah, another uh, build that kind of stood out to me was this black LS400. And I'm not too sure about this, but it had a Michigan license plate on it. Mm-hmm. I believe the owner actually drove it from Michigan all the way to Fitted. And right. he's static. And he is, like, insanely low. You know, his wheel clearance is, like, very, very minimal. It's a definition of Fitted. Yeah, exactly. Like he he a hundred percent deserves to be in this show. Right. And I I mean same for myself, it's a hundred percent worth it to drive yeah, all the way. Respect to the here. owner too, right? He drove all the way from Michigan and the interior was crazy. Oh yeah, interior. It's like mm-hmm. uh, I think those cars from factory they come with leather seats. Yeah. And he had full custom upholstered red uh suede, I believe, mm-hmm. or red fabric right. seats and door trims too. Right. So that, that, that's definitely something you don't see every day, especially in an LS400. And I think that's what Fitted's all about. They kind of bring out builds that you probably have never seen before to some, to a show, right? Because that's what these shows are all about. You want to see something cool, something different, something that you won't see on the streets, right? And yeah, I agree. That's what sure. I think Fitted does well. They have a pretty good audience that kind of supports what they're doing. Yeah, they have a, they built up a, like a really good following and a really good brand around their car meet Mm -hmm. so you know it's always like every year it's always a success in terms of cars Mm -hmm. and car bills all that kind of stuff even vendors as well you know they built up that relationship with vendors Mm -hmm. that they're able to you know have all these additional vendors apply every year because they see you know what being a vendor at fitted can bring to them right yeah it was overall it was a great show you know despite the weather Mm -hmm. uh it was a good turnout you know shout out to all the photographers out there who were out shooting in the rain the real champions here. In terms of uh, photography as well, I think the lighting was a lot better this year. Mm-hmm. I don't know if they changed the lighting in any way or whatever, but I feel like uh, for myself and others as well, photos came out a lot better. Yeah. Especially yeah. outdoors too. You know, even though it was raining, mm-hmm. you know, you get a lot of that reflection off the water, you know, even in the grass too. I saw a lot of people taking photos, parking on the grass, all that kind of stuff. There's actually a Subi in the back. I don't know if you guys saw it. He actually parked on this little incline or little hill, and he he was on air, so he aired out and it looked really nice. It came out really, for pretty good pictures. Yeah, too. really great shot there. Mm-hmm. Even like around the venue too, you know, it's a lot of like dirt roads. Even though it's not the best for driving, you know, pictures come out pretty good. Mm-hmm. So I really like that aspect of it. I love the the grass area. 
it's always so nice to take pictures. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, it's surrounded by grass. It's really right. nice to take pictures. And all the dandelions just sticking out and, you know. Yeah, and it's all flat ground, too. Right, exactly. Nice. Mm-hmm. Although fitted was pretty good, um, one issue that we had was uh, the policing. Yeah, so you guys know this. They show up at every car show, mm-hmm. no matter what. Even if it's a stance show, right? you're going to see them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so in the middle of the show, we decided to go for lunch. So we were kind of deciding where to go at our cars. Mm-hmm. And we noticed, uh, I think it was a Pia police officer. He was in an undercover car. He was driving around the parking lot really slow. So we thought he was just checking out the cars. But as he drove past us, we actually saw he was recording on his cell phone. Which is really weird because they're not actually allowed on private property. So what I'm guessing he was trying to do was record all the you know, license plates. And later on, pull him over for some bullshit charges. Yeah, that's what I'm assuming. I guess, like, even the parking lot, you know, a lot of the people there are just spectators. So I don't see what he was aiming for there. Right. But, yeah, it definitely caught our eyes. And a lot of people around us, too, they were kind of confused. They were watching him as he drove up and down the parking lot recording. Right. Like, it hasn't come to that where, like, you have to be at a car show and record people's plates just so that you can, you know... Meet your quota. Yeah. I don't know how exactly it works, but, you know, we see it at every show. Mm-hmm. I think this year, it was this certain event kind of stood out because you've never seen this anywhere else. I think the bigger issue was that he, when we asked him that what he was doing, he said that he was recording the plates to search if any of the cars that were at the show had previously and if in the future they run away from them they can have some sort of proof of who the plate is and identify the car. And I, I don't think that really makes sense. I don't think it really helps them in any way. No. Because if they don't have proof of this car doing certain activities, what, right. what are they going to do with the video of the plate? Right. There's, you know? There could be identical car. Yeah, exactly. Someone could get pinned for, you know, some something that someone else did. Yeah, exactly. It, it doesn't really make sense what he was saying. Like, I mean, he could have other intentions. He just wouldn't say it. Yeah. Maybe he's flagging them. In their system or whatever yeah and what was interesting about this officer is that i think one of the organizers for the event actually approached him as well and he was asking him questions he asked him if he wants to come inside to look at the cars and he denied he declined the offer yeah but we later found him inside yeah he was also doing the same thing recording all the license plates seeing if he could identify cars you know from previous uh history where like they may have like ran away from cops or something like that yeah if they cause any other issues or whatever right yeah i don't know if this is really legal activity i guess Mm. i mean he's not doing anything wrong but fitted is on private property you know all these cars they're allowed to be there some of them aren't street legal yeah but they're not driven there right so i don't know what he's yeah yeah i don't know what he's trying to do with this kind of information if he's trying to like pin all these charges or tickets whatever on these drivers but it didn't really make sense to me in that way. Yeah, I, th- I think the biggest issue towards this particular subject um, is that the police has lost their trust in the car community altogether. So they kind of characterize all enthusiasts as one. So even though this is a, is a stance car show where people just like to appreciate the styling, you know, how low the car is and stuff like that, um, they kind of categorized it together with street racers yeah i think that they they're kind of mix matching all the 
different car enthusiasts. Yeah. Like this show in particular is a stand show, you know. Everyone's not there to go fast. Right. Pretty sure a lot of people don't prefer to do that. That's why their car is so low. That's why they have fit mid the way they do. Mm-hmm. You know, they're not that kind of people. I don't think anybody would try to pull something on the way out as well. Because, like, the roads in that area aren't that great in the first place. Right. Right? So I don't think, like, the way he was kind of acting, I don't think he's going to get anywhere with the video and, like, his attitude towards mm-hmm. the car enthusiast. Yeah, he, he's not going to find any street racers, to be honest, at a stance car show, in my opinion. If anything, he'll just, you know, have something in his phone to show the, his kids. Yeah, but this was the only officer we actually saw there. So I don't think he can... Like, one officer can't do that much damage in the first place. Like, we weren't there for the rollout, so we really can see how the police scene was there. Mm-hmm. But I don't think this certain officer, he's not going to get very far with that video or, like, pulling people over trying to enforce certain laws or whatever. And like you said, like, it kind of leads to a bigger issue of trust. Because we said... We mentioned this in the podcast before. You know, a lot of these car meets, they're getting rowdy and they're causing a scene mm-hmm. where there really shouldn't be. You know, a lot of the car meets, they kind of get the car community together to enjoy their passion or whatever. But then there's different hosts, different shows, all that kind of stuff, kind of enforce uh, rowdy behavior. Mm-hmm. And then it kind of puts heat on the car show, on the car meet, you know, on the car scene in total. Right. And like last year, even Fitted's pretty good with that. You know, there's hardly any rowdy... Yeah, drivers, anything like that. Drivers. No one does that. So, like, we don't really have to deal with that at Fitted, but I think they're just characterizing all enthusiasts as one. Yeah, and this meet, because it was in Brampton, um, it was Peel Police who was kind of enforcing this. In our experience, uh, Peel Police, they're generally pretty nice mm-hmm. to the car community. They don't really enforce uh, unfair rules or unfair laws, regulations, right. all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. So that's always nice to see, but I think... Um, in this case, you know, it was just pure police that we saw. Who knows right. what's happening around the corner with OPP, MTO, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, and obviously, as many may know, MTO is part or, or is a division of the street racing to, uh, um, through Peel. So if MTO does show up, it's not because Peel is trying to regulate on in car enthusiasts. I think it's more about, you know, them trying to catch street racers. And the re- whole reason why MTO wasn't called to this particular meet was because they were probably informed that nothing rowdy is happening, right? As, as we can probably take as a good thing. Yeah, we can go on and on about this topic. You know, I, I think everybody in the car community has something to say about the local law enforcement. Um, but at the end of the day, you know, we can't really control that. It's all right. officer discretion, right. really. Uh, in my opinion, they're trying to keep people safe right street racers not that i'm supporting them but like i think people police in general they need to actually think about who they're targeting in many cases like they need to figure out what kind of enthusiasts are out there maybe research who what kind of shows they're trying to go to yeah i think the the law enforcement they really have to educate themselves Mm-hmm. about you know what kind of car enthusiasts are out there what our intentions are i think that's the main reason here mm-hmm. like i agree some of the mods that people do are illegal are unsafe yeah but you know we don't have bad intentions we're all just trying to share our passion mm-hmm. as one and we don't want any problems with that and when we're sharing the passion we don't we definitely do not want cops there right because again we there is a, a difference in trust right cops don't trust us we don't trust cops because of that issue, right? Where 
people's cars do get impounded for you know having stuff done to the car that I I guess is illegal. But at the end of the day, we're just trying to enjoy that passion, right? We're not trying to you know race anyone. Yeah, yeah, and even if the like the cops are at the car, you know. They're not doing anything wrong. It still creates like tension between mm-hmm. enthusiasts and the police. Yeah, and it kind of like discourages people from coming mm-hmm. just because of that, because you never really know what they're planning on doing, what their intentions are. Mm-hmm. Actually, an interesting case about Japan, actually, and I didn't actually know this. What my cousin Amo, which was on the first per- podcast, he actually told me about this. Um, so in Japan, the the cops are super chill with the enthusiasts. So I'm sure many may know that drifters go up in the hills to go drifting. <laughs> and cops, when they actually come to the mountains, they don't really like enforce the law, I would say. They're actually pretty cool with people, you know, sending it pretty much. And what, he told me this one time where cops came to like one car show up there and they literally just told them to leave the area and they just left. Right, which, yeah, it's simple. It's simple, yeah. right? You just everyone gets together, or everyone gets along. I should say, um, the cops are super chill. And guess what happened after the cop left? Everyone left because you know they they have mutual respect for. Yeah, each other. they respect the the police exactly. and you know the area, mm-hmm. the roads, all that kind of stuff. Right. We we often talk about Japan because that's who we kind of look up to. Right. That's the culture that we kind of have built around yeah right yeah, especially in ontario um, a lot of the the stance scene especially we go back to japan and look at what they did to inspire us yeah i think japan it, it's a it's a good background i guess mm-hmm. to kind of the stance culture exactly and i think a lot of people are taking you know inspiration from them and bringing it bringing it to north america and i think that's like it, it's a it's a refresher you know right in the car scene yeah but like that's the thing right a lot of the the policing itself they're used to more domestics right so like high horsepower stuff like that and i think that's where it comes in is japan is based on like more than just performance yeah it's not just about performance there you know they Mm -hmm. they have other ways of customizing their cars right of kind of enjoying their cars hey someone wants camber someone wants you know drift spec some you know yeah japan so has it all right yeah. there's so many different builds that you could do that's the thing and characterizing every single build into one i don't think that's fair yeah definitely not fair i think something has to change over here in ontario but at the end of the day i don't think it's going to happen yeah if I mean, everyone just knew how to get along especially between cops and the actual uh, enthusiasts then something like the takeover wouldn't actually happen here because again think about it takeovers happen because you know they're mad at the police for over-regulating them yeah right and if that didn't happen then would we really be mad about anything yeah it's true so in my opinion we need to find a way that the police or the police should be more educated so that they are able to you know react to certain situations especially with car enthusiasts you know we put a lot of money into our cars we definitely do not want to be harassed when we do those mods oh yeah totally and i think that in ontario at least i think they're kind of stepping in that direction mm-hmm. they're trying to like um 
you know, talk to more enthusiasts, kind of learn the culture. Right. But I think the car community mm-hmm. has already lost trust for the police from everything that's happened in the past years. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's going to be really hard to gain that trust back from the car community itself. Yeah. It's, it's definitely hard. Like you see it at like every car meet, you know, when police pull up, people leave right away because they don't want any issues with the police because they know it'll happen. It's happened in the past and it continues to happen today. All right, so we could talk hours about this topic, but we actually have to get into our next segment where we talk about the meets coming up. So the first uh, upcoming meet is uh, Cars and Coffee happening on Sunday, June 2nd. If you were at the last Cars and Coffee, which was almost a month ago, uh, it was pretty cool. And nice to see a bunch of builds coming out, you know. Yeah, awesome. cars, cars and coffee. It's always a, a good show. Right. It's, it's always an awesome place to be on a Sunday yeah, morning. Yeah, for sure. Sunday morning, you know, you have cars, you got coffee. What else can you ask for? Yeah, and it's a pretty uh, mature audience too, right? Yeah, for sure. You don't have... It's it's a lot different from what you see in car shows. Mm-hmm. And a lot of different builds too. You know, it's not just your stance guys. Right. It's a lot of muscle builds and stuff. Yeah, too. classic cars, you right. know. Mm-hmm. Restore projects, all that kind of stuff. Definitely, yeah. Really cool uh, car meet. Mm-hmm. The second one that's happening also on June 2nd is uh, the Garage 16 Barbecue and Show. This is, ha- this is happening at Garage 16's Garage, obviously. They're having a show and a giveaway. It's happening 10 to 4. It's perfect timing because Cars and Coffee is from 8 to 11, and this is at 10 to 4. So you can go to Cars and Coffee and then go rush right over to Garage 16 in this saga. So definitely uh, plan that pretty good. And the last event we're gonna talk about is the Guelph Exotic Car Show. This is happening on June 2nd as well. It's from 12 to 4 p.m. in downtown Guelph. So if you're in the area of Guelph, you know, it's closer for you to go to Guelph rather than Mississauga, Vaughn, where the other meets are, definitely check it out. You can check out their Instagram, Prince Adventures. I think there's a pre-reg as well. So you guys go do that if you're interested. This one's actually in support of a charity. So everything's going to a good cause. So definitely check that out if you guys are in the area. And if you're into exotics, it's definitely a different uh, thing to go over, you know, instead of, you know, stance cars or imports. Yeah, a lot, a lot of different cars, a lot of exotics, that kind of stuff. So if you're into that, you know, definitely have a good time over there. All right, so we're gonna wrap this up today. Um, we wanna thank you guys again for listening to our, our weekly podcast. We definitely appreciate you guys. Yeah, thanks for all the support. You know, this is our fourth episode of the podcast. You know, we're having a lot of fun with it. We want you guys to join us as well. So if you're interested in becoming a special guest, definitely hit us up at NorthsideWips on Instagram, NorthsideWips at gmail.com. Also, if you have any questions, anything like that, you could always drop that on NorthsideWips on Instagram as well. If you, if you guys like our podcast, make sure you share with your friends, family, and even your dogs. Thank you very much. Yeah, we're available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Anchor as well. So multi-platform, something for everybody. Yeah, thank you. Well, goodbye. Goodbye. See you next week.